Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another warm while cold outside episode of Texas, the show about some things Texas. And some things not. We've got a very relevant and timely episode in store for you with Dr. Joshua Rhodes of University of Texas Power Grid fame. He offers a ton of insight and just a really fun and educational conversation around energy and ERCOT and what the heck why is it like this <laughs> like what is happening what is happening what's going can on can we fix it is it fixable is it greg's fault <laughs> is is it uh, the problem his, is he just he can't reach the switch yeah it's the whole him and his high chair thing yeah you know, you know. Don't even get <laughs> but before we get to all that we have a couple of not sponsors your for favorite part of the episode. podcast and ours yes seth who's our first not sponsor our for first today? not sponsor is alpha brain alpha brain does not sponsor us brought to you not by alpha brain does it do anything you can't prove it doesn't alpha brain <laughs> alpha brain it's like biohacking for lazy people alpha brain it's like drinking coffee without having to go poop alpha brain alpha brain do you follow joe rogan <laughs> Neil Alpha Young <Brain>. doesn't. <laughs> it comes in like two okay flavors. Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain. It's literally fish oil. Alpha Brain, mostly aspartame. <laughs> Alpha Brain, otherwise known as coconut oil in a <laughs> pill form. Alpha Brain. We're <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we are also not sponsored by Motel 6, keeping the lights on, winter storms or not. Motel 6, if you ever want to stay in a motel that looks like you rent it by the hour, but really it's by the night, <laughs> Motel 6. Motel 6. Is it 4 a.m. and you haven't slept for two days and you're driving from Texas to New York? Motel 6. Motel 6, are you sure? <laughs> motel 6, do you just want to kick a door in from the outside? Motel 6. Motel 6. We don't give keys, we just say, kick it in, or it might be unlocked. Your choice. <laughs> Motel 6, clean as relative. <laughs> Motel 6, the most dangerous night of sleep I've had since 1994. Motel 6, do you like sleep? Hope not. <laughs> Motel 6, we don't have flat screens. We just have vintage TVs. <laughs> motel For 6, soon to be in the most popular motel in Joshua Tree, California. <laughs> True story. The only time I've ever seen uh, a TV chain to the desk is at a Motel is that 6. <laughs> Not time. even a joke. Like, the, that's only the only time I've, I've ever seen, seen it, soap yeah. chained to a shower oh, was in a Motel 6. six. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't forget that real support for Texas is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped. The best in men's below-the-waist grooming. They are the champions of pubic hair grooming in the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower. 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Join over 4 million men, otherwise known as 8 million balls, worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer, offer just for our listeners. You can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TEXISH at manscaped.com. That is 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code TEXISH, T-E-X, 
ish at manscaped.com. The lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim with additional guard lengths with sizes one through four. So whether you're going for a complete bald eagle, a little bit of a landing strip, or my favorite, the woolly mammoth, you can get all of that with the lawnmower 4.0. Get 20% off in free shipping with code TEXISH at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code TEXISH, all capitals T-E-X-I-S-H, 20% off using code TEXISH. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools to get the job done with Manscaped. Don't forget Valentine's Day is coming up, so this would be a perfect this gift. Would, what better way to surprise your honey than freshly shaved balls? Nothing says I love you like clean nuts. Nothing says I love you like don't worry, there won't be hair in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> all right, you want to hear about a day in Texas history? I want to hear about once upon a time. Once upon a time in the, Texas. In Texas. I think Christian sings it better. I We're going to have to get a sound bite. We'll have to get another one. The Bastrop County Complex Fire, the most destructive wildfire in Texas history, struck areas of Bastrop County in September and October of 2011, or 2011, as some people say. Three separate fires started on September 4th, 2011, as a result of strong winds caused by nearby Tropical Storm Lee. And that's the worst thing that happened in September that year. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Too soon? Uh, you know, I don't think it fell flat. Um, oh, God. <laughs> the Tropical Storm Lee emerged into one large blaze that burned east of the city of Bastrop. Four people were killed by the fire, which destroyed 1,673 homes and inflicted an estimated $325 million of insured property damage. So that's not even all the homes. That's right. just insured. And then the fire furthermore caused severe damage to Bastrop County State Park, and the ancient Lost Pines Forest. After being largely contained in late September, the fire was declared controlled on October 10th, and the fire moved underground. I don't know what that means, but I'm curious. Hmm. The fire moved underground later in October and was finally extinguished on October 29th. Wow, that's a long fire. It's a very long... Even if you go through Bastrop today, like going through Bastrop to get to College Station... There's still evidence that there was a massive fire throughout that whole forest. And there were, if I'm recalling, there was another fire later, and it just, like, is, it is still decimated. It's, yeah, it's still, like, completely, yeah. completely it's destroyed. It's just completely bare, yeah. Yeah, so, that's yeah, just insane. fuel burning, it was on my mind, so yeah. that's our Texas history. Fair. Um, do you want to hear about our small town of the week? You know I do. Our small town of the week is Nacogdoches, otherwise Ooh. known as Nasty Nack, otherwise known as Nack and Nowhere. Nacogdoches is a small city in East Texas and the county seat of Nacogdoches County. Uh, the Makes 2020 sense. U.S. Census recorded the city's population as 32,147. So big town, small city. Nacogdoches is a sister city of the smaller, similarly named Natchitoches, Louisiana. The third largest city in the southern Arklatex, Stephen F. Austin State University, is located in Nacogdoches as well. Bit of history. Um, local promotional literature from Nacogdoches Convention and Visitors Bureau describes Nacogdoches as the oldest town in Texas. Evidence of settlement of the same site dates back even 10,000 years ago. It is near or on the site of Nevarrington, the primary village of the Nacogdoches tribe of the Caddo Indians. Hmm. And then in present day, a couple little things. Um, 
On February 1st, 2003, the Space Shuttle Columbia broke up entry, re-entry, depositing debris across Texas. Much of the debris landed in the Nacogdoches area, and much of the media coverage of the recovery efforts focused on Nacogdoches. Look, Ma, I got a heat protection panel. And then uh, once a Democratic stronghold, Nacogdoches has in recent years moved steadily toward the Republican Party, being represented in the United States Congress and the Texas State Legislature by Republicans. The city in general is very moderate with the coexistence of students of Stephen F. Austin with a liberal left-of-center persuasion and conservative right-of-center city residents. Nacogdoches has been in the Texas Main Street program since 1998. Nacogdoches' downtown was named the best historic venue by Texas Meetings and Events Magazine. It's a heavy hitter. That's a magazine? <laughs> Apparently. And Nacogdoches like was nominated as one of the friendliest towns in America by Rand McNally and USA Today. Wow. A couple things about Nacogdoches. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. To honor our guest and local Nasty Nac resident, Nacogdoches. Dr. Joshua Rhodes. And he told us after we uh, stopped recording that his family goes back Ten, ten generations, yeah, ten generations, all the way to Virginia, yeah, which is insane, and that they can track it even further to, to like, like the twelve hundreds in France. Yeah, that is absolutely nuts. Yeah, of course, someone that looks like him right. is like, I oh yeah, it's I can like, trace oh, yeah, my family you know, history back. That's fair. He pretty much is like, you know, why I'm handsome? This, this. <laughs> <laughs> Do we hear about our Texas badass? Always. So our badass today is the most decorated soldier in American history. Ooh. His name is Audie Leon Murphy. He was born on the 20th of June in 1925, or 24, depending on who you ask. Okay. <laughs> this is I'll back when birth that. records were a little like... Well, so I'll get to it in a second. Okay. He he died on the 28th of May in 1971. You'll notice he was only like, you know, in his... He was like 46. 47, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He died in a plane crash. Okay. Uh, <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Gunner's got a lot of stuff going on today, so we'll <laughs> forgive him. Yep. Uh, so, most decorated American combat soldier in World War II. He received every military combat award for valor available from the U.S. Army, as well as French and Belgian awards for heroism. What? He received the Medal of Honor for Valor at, that he demonstrated at the age of 19 for single-handedly holding off a force of German soldiers for an hour at the Colmar Pocket in France in January of 1945. And then he led the counterattack while wounded and out of ammo at 19. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think at 19, I was still angsty and, like, yeah. <laughs> didn't know where I was going for college. At like, 19, I, I was figure sleeping out, like, until 2 p.m. Yeah. So, Audie was born in Kingston, Texas. Okay. Uh, he was born to sharecroppers. His okay. dad left the family when he was but a wee lad. Mm. He dropped out of school in fifth grade to pick cotton full-time and provided for the family mostly with his wages from cotton picking and hunting is how he, like, made up the difference. Okay. His sister falsified his birth record so that he could join the war after Pearl Harbor. Oh. So he lied about his age. So which he was is why 17. He was, like, he was younger than yeah. they, purport, they reported okay. based on his age. And then later in life, when they asked him when he was born, he would bounce back and forth because mm -hmm. that's just, you know, yeah. what it is. So he enters the war. Uh, he is the baddest of asses in the war. He, he invaded Sicily. He was at the Battle of Anzio, uh, southern France. Montelimar, and he also like liberated Rome. Like he was involved in a lot of these. He was things. like MacGyver, basically. After the war, he became an actor. 
Okay. And for 21 years was an actor. He even played himself in the 1955 autobiography film To Hell and Back, based okay. on his 1949 memoirs. Okay. So I don't know if you could guess this, but uh, Audie had some pretty severe PTSD. Yeah, probably. And he, uh, he's like the reason there's a trope of soldiers sleeping with a pistol under their pillow. Because he was talking about that in an interview. He's like, I, I sleep with the pistol in my pillow. Because he was I, I like, can't. Thunder was not uh -huh. his friend. It was not his friend. Uh, so he he ended up getting addicted to sleeping pills and was plagued by money problems. Um, but he wouldn't appear in cigarette or alcohol commercials because he didn't want to set a bad example. Yeah, because opioids are acceptable. Right, but like again, this is at a time when that wasn't publicized. Yeah, yeah. So he was, he was trying to hide his mm -hmm. addictions and... Uh, didn't want to make up, you know, for his money problems by appearing in by selling in, his soul, by selling basically. his soul. So unfortunately, thought that the war hero had integrity. <laughs> <laughs> he actually also was a fairly accomplished songwriter. Oh my And gosh. bred quarter horses. So unfortunately, his his life was cut tragically short. Um, whenever he died in a plane crash. But he's buried at Arlington National Cemetery, where his grave is one of the most visited, and he had. His name is on the VA hospital in San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. Good badass. Augie. Yeah. I like it. There you go. Heck yeah. Well, y'all, we have a great interview in store for you today. I know that the grid and ERCOT and the word words like Abbott and Snowpocalypse are triggering for... I'm just really excited about the SEO for this one, to be perfectly uh, yeah, honest. Right. Um, <laughs> but we had, we had Dr. Rhodes on, um, not only because he's very insightful, he is very kind mm -hmm. and very understanding and delivers his knowledge of the grid and just what the heck happened last year and what's up with our grid in a way that we can understand and also have a little fun with. So, yeah. um, Josh, if you're listening, thank you again for your time. We hope that you all enjoy this interview. Laugh a little bit, learn a lot, yeah. and without further ado, here's Dr. Josh Rhodes. Bros, out for coffee. Cheers, yeah. everybody. Happy Cheers, Saturday. everybody. Thank you Yay. so much for joining us. Yeah, man. Truly, thank you and for getting up thank, this Saturday morning. Thank you all for joining us. Welcome back to the interview portion of Texas. We have probably the most insightful and educational interview we'll ever have we are with america's real sexiest professor dr josh daniels phd um thank you for joining us today yeah thanks for having me thanks for the the doctor sandwich there yes the, oh of course doctor, i try and like always mm -hmm. get the titles correct yeah, yeah, yeah. um so yeah we met at a bike race slash run race a couple months ago just to give everyone context and yeah. I was just sort of sitting alone and you plopped down next to me and we started talking and we got to that typical guys talking moment where it's like, what do you do? Yeah. And you said you study the grid and I started mm. laughing and knew immediately like I'm about to have to have you on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so before we even get into your background, I just have to ask what the hell is up with the grid and what is the grid? Yeah, so the the grid in, that we're talking about here is the, like the electricity grid. So mm -hmm. that's like that's like everything from the big power plants that make electricity, the big wires and poles you may see like as you're riding down the inter driving down the interstate, and like the wires and stuff that go down your street or back alley that bring that electricity to your to your house. And then all there's a whole bunch of other stuff in between. But it's basically how electricity gets to you. Got mm -hmm. it. And so I grew up wanting to be like a Chicago Bull or a Chicago Cub. 
fair. I still think you could do it. Maybe. Did you grow up wanting to be the electricity grid guy, or was this a different path that you took? No, I mean, it's a, that would be a special person, I think, <laughs> to hold on to that dream for so long, <laughs> a dream like that. Um, no, I, I, I grew up, well, I mean, I grew up, like, being aware of, like, wasting things. I didn't like wasting things. I liked okay. being efficient, like, um, and so... I don't know. I just started studying the different ways we use energy and like how things are sometimes wasted. And that just kind of eventually led me, um, led me to this. I mean, the, 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 the actual Genesis story of like how I, I got to it is I, so I studied undergrad and, and my master's, I studied, I studied mathematics. I didn't really know what else to do. And so what one does Some like real good, well, you know, standard type yeah, of stuff. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I wanted to say, how about the apple? I just, yeah, I like want, you really so, wanted that moment. I mean, <laughs> That still drives me. Yeah, some, some, for some sure. Time. Yeah, you can find him moonlighting as a janitor at various <laughs> high schools. <laughs> we'll find him at Bowie High School here in Austin, just solving math problems. <laughs> exactly. Um, but whenever I I got done with, it, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I moved to I moved to Colorado with a buddy of mine because he was he was up there for school, and I just got a job in construction, and I was I was literally swinging a hammer, like yeah, yeah. swinging a hammer building houses. Um, and I was talking to this electrician dude. Um, and he said that he used to install wind turbines out in Southeast Colorado, like okay. the same ones that are in West Texas or whatever. Yeah. And he said, um, and he, I was like, well, why aren't you doing that anymore? And he said that they actually, because the, the, the concrete footings, the foundations they pour for them are so large, they need so much water to mix the concrete. And they ran out of water in the desert. They like <laughs> okay. literally couldn't put up more of these things because yeah. they couldn't mm -hmm. find water. And that was the first like, kind of like, dawned on me that constraints in one sector could lead to constraints in another and i was like i want to study that and that kind of led me to ut and mm -hmm. to um to working with uh, uh michael weber um my boss there and then um you know getting getting uh getting familiar with uh how we make electricity in this state and so speaking of how about them apples then i'm so curious last year when the ice hit the fan so to speak mm. Was that your how about them apples moment? Like, have you been telling people leading up to last year's snowpocalypse, like, get ready, it's about to shut down? Or did it even surprise you? Yeah, I mean, I think the duration of it surprised me, but mm -hmm. I, I did look at the weather forecast the week below, the week, uh, <laughs> Freudian slip, the week before, <laughs> um, and uh, and essentially said every single pipe in this city is going to burst, like, because yeah. it just was going to get that cold. Mm-hmm. I wrote a piece in Forbes the day before it kind of hit being like, it's touch and go y'all. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, it's like, it could get bad. And then it did. Yeah. Like, it, got, it got worse than I think anyone imagined. So from your perspective, having worked on it in the way you did leading up to it, what were the problems that could have been prevented and what did we learn that we then took action on? Yeah. It was really kind of like a, like a failure of action or failure of planning. Mm -hmm. Um, because we had all the power plants sitting there. Like, yeah. they were they were there. It's just a lot of them had frozen. Some of them couldn't get fuel. And, you know, it's like, you know, if you if you don't have any gas in your in your car's tank or you don't have, uh, you know, or you, you just you know, disconnect the spark plug wires, I mean, it's not going to work. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter that the engine's fine if, if yeah. it doesn't have that switch to flip, you, you know. Right. Cool. And that's just kind of what happened here? Yeah, I mean, essentially, like, the when the storm rolled through, you know, but we lost about half of our power plants. Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, because it was so cold across the entire state, it was like all 254 counties of Texas are under winter storm watch at the same time. That's never happened before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And the thing with electricity is you get, you're generating it at the exact same instant you're, you're consuming it. There's no yeah. storage in the system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if everybody wants electricity at the same time, you got to be producing that electricity. And so demand was really high, and then we lost half of our ability to produce it. Yikes. And so what, like, what could have been done to prevent that, or was this just a completely unavoidable mistake, basically? Yeah, I mean, in the like in the week kind of leading up to it, like with the storm coming, mm -hmm. there was really nothing one could do. I mean, there could have been better communications to people yeah. to let them know like what could be happening or mm -hmm. what could be coming down the line. But like, it takes time to put concrete and steel in the ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, since then, we've I think we've we've addressed half the problem, but I don't think that gives us a full solution. For sure. We've uh, we've we've I think we've done a good job of like. Um, making sure that power plants don't freeze. Okay. Um, but I don't think we've done as good enough a job on making sure we can get fuel to those power plants. Because okay. about half our power plants consume natural gas in this state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if our natural gas system fails and doesn't get, a, doesn't get fuel to our power plants, then they're not going to make electricity. Yeah. And ha why, you know, why we haven't solved that piece of the equation yet? Or is that just a slower process? I mean, they, they say they're going to, but they, they haven't started. And it's two different entities in the state that regulate. One, mm -hmm. the Public Utility Commission regulates electricity. The Railroad Commission, which does not have anything to do with railroads yeah. whatsoever mm -hmm. at all, regulates oil and gas. <laughs> you seem really happy about is, that. Is this something that you like or you disagree with? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's like, I mean, I mean, seriously, if your name's a Railroad Commission, right. like yeah. if the normal person walking on the street, if you ask them, what does the Railroad Commission do? They're probably like, well, probably something with railroads. Trains. Yeah. Choo-choo. Yeah. 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 Those kinds of engineers. <laughs> and yeah. Like they would look at you like you're dumb for asking. Cause it's yeah. Like, it's railroad. Like, well, it's obvious. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Is this not obvious? And so, I mean, I think it like, you know, anyway, so it, make, it makes it harder to like, um, to have those conversations with normal people when it's yeah. like you have to even start explaining what their name is. Yeah. Right. And why, yeah. why, why are we on our own grid other than the fact that we're Texans? What other reason do you need? I, like, <laughs> uh, that's fair. Good point. Good point. Well, I mean, okay. So like, and we're, we're not 100% on our very own grid, right? Like we, we do share some with, uh, very small, very small bits, very, very okay. small bits. So like the, so the, so when electricity started, like hundred years ago, like mm -hmm. it was a, it was a local affair. Like yeah. even individual blocks may have had their own like power company yeah. or okay. whatever. Right. And so whenever, and, but eventually they figured out, well, if we kind of group all these people together and as a technology advanced, it becomes cheaper to like mm -hmm. wire more people together. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but if you kind of look at kind of the edges around Texas, it's pretty rural. I mean, yeah. I'm from East Texas, mm -hmm. which is, you know, I'm from a couple counties over from Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. And so like, don't say that out loud. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Right. I'll edit um, that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it's pretty rural around those edges. And so when like, when the grid kind of formed, it kind of naturally kind of formed between Houston, Dallas, yeah. San Antonio, Austin type stuff. And then in the, in between and, and around. And then, um, and then, and whereas in other states, it was like more connected across state lines. Yeah. But when you do that across state lines, you trigger this, this thing called the Interstate Commerce Clause and you fall under federal regulation. Okay. And so because Texas is, it's because ERCOT is wholly contained within Texas, it is under less regulation than other grids. And to an extent, we kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's surprising because Texans tend to love government regulation. Of course. Those yeah. Things. Classically. Yeah. Mm. So mm -hmm. makes total sense. Um. So then last year when the freeze happened, what was like, what's your personal story with like, you wake up and you flick the light and the lights don't come on. Are you like, I 
freaking knew it. Or were you like, <laughs> oh shit? I'm like, what was your? Because I know I, I know what I did yeah. that day, but what did you do that day? Yeah, I mean, I woke up like you know, a, a, you know, twelve million other Texans in the yeah. dark on Monday morning, mm-hmm. and um, looked out the window and saw there was like, looked like two feet of snow on the ground, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, it happened. It happened. <laughs> Probably like, not going to school today. Yeah, no, definitely not. Definitely not going to school today. Um, I mean, the thing is, is like, I mean, I woke up I, somewhere around, you know, six because it's getting cold inside. Yeah. Because um, the heat, the, you know, the heat's now off. <laughs> and I think I wasn't too worried about it until it, like, the heat, the power didn't come back on. Yeah. At like yeah. 10 or so, mm-hmm. you know, because originally they were saying these blackouts are going to be rolling. Yeah. Like, you'll be off for like a few hours, yada, yada. Um, but whenever they, it didn't come on by later that morning or that mm-hmm. afternoon, I kind of figured we're in a, for a world of hurt right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And were you on Reddit just like, guys, I told you? Or... <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, I was actually trying to. I was I was trying to get any data I could find on yeah. like what is going on because like people were asking and I was trying to have an intelligent response, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and so I was like trying to get like I had like a couple different friends' phones that I was like using hotspots and trying to get internet <laughs> like yeah, trying right. to you know drain just their battery. Yeah, yeah, basically. Unlike just, some people in this room, he doesn't just flame out on Twitter for the heck of it. It's just kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love Twitter. Um, and so I, you were writing for Forbes already, but is that sort of when you started doing more media interviews and stuff? Like, when did you start doing the interview and media side of all this? Yeah, it really, so the, the first few days was like, I, I know a bunch of, of journalists in the energy space. And so yeah. I talked to a few kind mm-hmm. of this, um, the, um, New York Times and um, um, I love how you say it, like just the New York Times, like, <laughs> you know, no big you know, deal. Small like, pay, small local the, publication yeah. in New York. New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Texas right. Monthly, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, you know, super small, usual, just the yeah, really inconsequential. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people mm-hmm. reaching out to us from there. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. small the small people types of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because it's like I, you know, made a li- I've made it some noise on Twitter before, sure. had a few thousand followers, yeah. and then by the end of this, I was knocking on. 10,000 10, or so. Yeah. I think the thing that the thing that was happening was I was getting asked the same questions over and over again from yeah. like every single um, every single um, reporter for I mean for good reason. Yeah. Right. Had the same questions like basically what is going on? Yeah. What's yeah. happening? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. WTF so, is yeah. really what right. the whole question was. Yeah. If you were running out of space. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and um, so I, I did this kind of massive Twitter thread where I just started answering their questions like, okay, this is, I'm getting this question. Here's, here's the, the answer. answer. This okay. question. Here's the answer. And I got it like the most engagement I've ever had a few thousand like yeah. interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that, that kind of, that kind of pushed me in front of a, of a bunch of like media folks. I'm, I think since then I'm roughly at about 400 media okay. interviews oh, wow. since then. this being the best one you've obviously done. this is the obviously this is the cream yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like this is what you've been building up to yeah um what noise i'm curious so i'm running our twitter account that we just mm-hmm. started about two weeks ago never been on twitter most fun i've ever had on the interweb it's a lot of fun um, He's enjoying it, yeah. what what noise have you made on twitter even before like you got to the ten thousand person following yeah i mean i mean the thing is is like i think there, there's a couple different approaches one is like to shock people and make them mad. Yes. <laughs> like, easy to do. It's low hanging fruit. Yeah. Low hanging fruit. And then there's like, have something to say and say it well. Yeah. Right. I tend to try to do the latter. Tend yeah. to try to do the, <laughs> uh, the latter type of thing. So, I mean, a lot of my stuff is 
uh, it's kind of wonky when it comes to like energy space, kind of what's going on in global mm -hmm. energy markets or yeah. Texas energy stuff. Um, then I toss in a few things about, you know, riding bikes and stuff in there. Yeah, too. for sure. And it's like, so are your takes on energy like hot takes or are they just a little more insightful? Like what makes yours a little more not polarizing, but like yeah. enticing? I think it's it's more the latter. I think I, I try to be a little more thoughtful mm -hmm. about it. Um, I don't do hot takes. Yeah. Because there's, there's plenty of those. Yeah. Well, it's easy to do. Yeah. Like, it's easy and cheap. That's the easy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot, and a lot of times hot takes, you know, they miss they miss something they yeah. miss a lot of things mm -hmm. um and so i i've tried to build a brand around being like you're not gonna you know i won't be the first person to say anything because i'm yeah. actually trying to figure out what's going on yeah but maybe i'm saying something that's more right yeah well i mean i don't understand half the stuff you tweet about because it's enough. way over my my intellect um <laughs> and like have you ever gotten in spats with people or do people try and like troll you or come at you or is everyone pretty civil like yeah, so I so I operate in this space called energy Twitter, and there's different yeah. corners. There's like sure. political Twitters, academic Twitters, yeah. like you know, real um, estate Twitter, exactly. Bitcoin Twitter, yeah, which is insane. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I've, I've I've crossed into that one um, a little bit, which you can talk about. But like, there within <laughs> within are my, you mining? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm He's not, got just I'm a out. little rig set up in his garage. <laughs> just like, oh, I'm pulling, pulling tons of power. That's why we crashed. We it's crashed because that's what been, it was. There no, I, I, I did have to warn my. So I teach this data analytics class, mm -hmm. and we we utilize the supercomputing facilities at UT. And I did oh, have cool. to warn my students: is like, if you mine Bitcoin with our supercomputers, like you will fail. Like yeah. you will be kicked <laughs> like out. Like you'll be kicked out. Where you kind of doing a different version of? Please don't do this. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we know you want to. Please don't. And the reason I'm I'm saying is because somebody did right? ah gotcha you know, how much yeah. were they able to mint before they got caught you know, you know? I, they won't they they they, they, they haven't told disclose. me that um but the reason Enough. they got caught the reason they got caught was um because like so our our is like an academic supercomputer and like mm -hmm. you know people can like see kind of how things are running the admins actually contacted the guy who was doing it and said we your code is running so efficiently like it's doing so well <laughs> yeah right now yeah. it's like we want to highlight you in like our newsletter and all right. this stuff and he was like super dodgy and cagey about it <laughs> and then they're like they dug into it and somewhere in there he had like it was sending email alerts to like you know bitcoin dude at hotmail.com right or something. like you just left enough breadcrumbs it's just oh, that they man. found oh my just that gosh. one little thing yeah oh, and then they converted it to u.s dollars and probably got a football player out of it so yeah. it's yeah probably just you know just for the listeners who don't know make it like mining cryptocurrency is extremely power intensive yeah no yeah. it um i mean there's or at least can be yeah no they're they're t i mean it used to be kind of decentralized people doing it on their own computers yeah, yeah. and stuff but now it's like it's like big money and big mm -hmm. companies like yeah. the yeah. size of entire power plants oh Jeez. yeah and they're like subcontracting huge plants all across like various states right now oh, yeah. to, after they yeah. uh regulated in china so it's really interesting yeah it's a big it's a big market a lot of them coming to texas because of our deregulated energy system mm -hmm. yeah and it works all the time of course <laughs> every single <laughs> 360 days out of the year wait so do do people clap back at you like have you ever gotten any twitter beef or is it pretty civil yeah like... no i mean my my corner is pretty civil it's one yeah. of the more civil corners mm -hmm. of it but there are certain groups there are certain subgroups within it who like it's basically anyone who's like latched onto something is like it, this is the only way of doing things yeah. like mm -hmm. will be that kind of person. So mm -hmm. there's like 
there's some folks in like the nuclear Twitter space that like go nuclear on me. Yeah. Like <laughs> they sure. Whenever I'm like, when I don't say that it's the best thing ever. Yeah. And I'm like, it could be a thing. Like get the cost down, whatever, and yeah. call me back. Yeah. Right. On Monday. Um, <laughs> They're working on it. Yeah, and but you just send them links to like Chernobyl. (laughs) Hey, read this, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, and it's like, and then there's uh, lately. Lately, it has kind of been some of the Bitcoin folks, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are basically just like frat bros who ended up with a with an algorithm. Yeah, that's that's all they are. Do or die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Diamond hands. No, 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 stop it. And so what? What piece of the whole situation last year? We'll get to this recent freeze because it was a little bit more funny. Um, what made last year as political as it ended up being? As far as we went from within about five days of like Texans together and we're yeah, helping right. each other to push Greg Gabbett down a well, break his uh, arms too. Like yeah. very like. On the one side, you have, we fixed yeah. it, and we're amazing. And on the other side, it's, you all suck, and you should die. You killed people. Yeah. When did that start happening? Uh, probably before the lights went out, to be honest okay. with you. Okay, like, got it. I mean, there were plenty of, like, uh, there were plenty of people who, like, came out with stuff so fast. It's yeah. like, how did, how did you even, how did you even do that? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I mean, everyone, I mean, in politics, like, everyone has their priors, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. like, you can, you can use any situation to, like, to validate yours mm-hmm. or like push against against others yeah and it's like in the and then at the end of the day like the the true story is often much more gray yeah mm-hmm. yeah dang it's like because i know like beta i remember when beto came out as running for governor again his first thing was like last year when governor abbott didn't fix the grid yeah it killed a bunch of people i will fix. like his whole thing is it's not fixed. I'll fix it. Yeah. Um, what is that true? Is that possible? Like, does our government even have the ability to fix this or, and have they been like shirking the responsibility? Uh... Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the thing is, is like, of course the answer, any good engineer will say is like, it's complicated. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a, we are smarter than all of you. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, so like the, the I mean, the, in theory, yes, like the legislature could like pass laws that mandate certain things happen. Mm-hmm. Like they could do that. They could say, you public utility commission, you must do this. You railroad commission, you must do this. Mm-hmm. Like get it done. It must be done to this level. Yeah. The thing that like, but the thing that is, the thing, the thing is, is like legislatures are, and particularly in Texas, um, are made up of people who have day jobs. Yeah. Like they're doctors or lawyers or other mm-hmm. things. They're not like, they're not, they're not normal everyday citizens, but yeah. they're... But or not... No, it's not called statesmen, necessi- professional statesmen, yeah, like right. women Most either. Most of them aren't, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, you know, there was a big learning curve when it came up as to what went wrong and how does one mm-hmm. fix it. I yeah. mean, everything from can't you just turn off, like, half of the power going to people's homes, which doesn't work. Like, <laughs> just not I was like, what was it like for you to watch, just like... Watch people who don't have your knowledge or insights at all be like, this is what we should do. And it's just completely wrong. Oh, I think I finally figured, like, I think I finally fully experienced what it feels like to be mansplained to. Really? <laughs> just that armchair quarterback. Well, yeah. why didn't you just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I, I just, <laughs> I took, to, whenever people would like say stupid stuff to me like that on Twitter, I would just send them the jobs board for ERCOT. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nice. obviously, you're smarter than everyone. That, that's yeah. a good one. You should, you should that's work a good one. Wait, you you have a new career opportunity yeah, right obviously. here. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, you are smarter than all of us. Yes, yeah. we tried turning it off and on again. Yeah, we we definitely tried. Yes. Um, 
Uh, that's why your power is out. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's trying turning you off. Yeah. Uh. Um, but there's multiple levels of that. And like, um, you know, the, the legislature would have to, to delegate some authority that then would have to delegate, like, and then the Public Utility Commission or the Railroad Commission have to delegate authority then down to either ERCOT or to, like, the, the, the gas companies to actually do the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right? To actually, like, to actually build walls around things or bury things or mm-hmm. place stuff. Build walls. Nice. <laughs> we now know Typical where he sits. Texan. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told you we're more lax. Hey, yeah, no, 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 for sure. That's great. The views um, expressed in this podcast are purely our own. <laughs> the, no, the opinions in this podcast are purely our dad's. We're still That's figuring fair. this out. Either. Don't blame the handsome man for our bad opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and so when it when it came down to it, like I think we I think we addressed part of the problem. We looked at we because most Texans experience this event with their by their power going out. Yeah, yeah. which is fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we've done a, a, a decent job of, like, fixing the power plants and getting them ready. But it's like, again, half of them consume natural gas. If we don't fix that side of things and they yeah. can't get fuel. Like, That's the constraint part, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're still constrained. Yeah. Why, why are we not producing more natural gas? I, armchair quarterback, my idea yeah, is, like, right. we'll make, make more well, of it. Is it, a, is it a volume issue or is it a supply chain issue? Uh, well, it becomes supply stri- – it becomes a supply issue whenever it gets cold. So like okay. we make plenty of it. It's yeah. just like um, that's what I was saying. I was like, I thought gas was like our thing. Yeah, no, it definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're the number one. I mean, we're the number one producer and consumer of gas, of oil, of electricity, yeah. and brisket. Of like and exactly. Brisket. Um, Which, that's like oil, sort of, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all see that someone left a brisket at the at a like gate 14 at Austin mm-hmm. Bergstrom. Yep, yeah. Yep, yeah. That one was that good. Was that one yeah, was that really was... good. And, and I that... hope they claimed it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're definitely weren't from here. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh, Please so yeah, do not leave your brisket unattended. <laughs> so I mean like, yeah, we're, we're a huge energy state, all yeah. this kind of stuff, but we, we do have what is called a just in time natural gas system. Meaning, mm-hmm. We're constantly getting it out of the ground. We're constantly processing, which means cleaning it up a little bit, and then sending it down the pipelines to power plants. Okay. And so there's no there while there is some storage in the system, there's not very much. Yeah. And so if any one of those pieces gets disrupted, then it can shut the whole thing yeah. down. Like there's no reserves to actually tap into. Basically. Okay. Yeah. You can't just turn on more wells yeah. generally like that like yeah. at the at the snap of a finger. And to add that to it is like in, in West Texas, we have we produce what we call a wet gas. So, like, when gas comes up, there's all the water and other stuff that comes up with mm-hmm. it. And if it's freezing outside and you've got a big metal well head, yeah. then, like, it can cause an ice dam mm-hmm. and basically stop the flow of gas until that melts. Yeah. Right. And, and the, the preventative would be burying it deeper or what's the... It would be either burying like it deeper, insulating it, yeah. Right, Heat warm strips blankets. around, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Snuggies. Yeah, snuggies. <laughs> Natural gas snuggies. Just nasty. Nice. <laughs> just ug, ug boots over like the pipe or something. Over, yeah. mm. And like, I, I keep coming back to is this fixable? Because I, I see mm-hmm. what I see as a citizen is less of you giving information and more of like political people being like, everything good that has happened is because of us yeah. and all the bad stuff is because of them. And right. that's why we can't fix it. Yeah, well, we can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> which which one is it? Is it fixable? Is it not? Are people just propping this up as a talking point? Like, yeah, no, I mean, it it is totally fixable. I mean, yeah. we 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 could. It just like it will cost some money. Yeah, though. yeah. That's the thing is like 
So there's a trade-off. It's like, how much are you willing to spend? Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's even a fair, it's even a valid, it's even a valid conversation to have is like, do we want to be as resilient to like completely make it through a 2021 event unscathed? Mm -hmm. Or would we have been okay with a few 15 minute rolling outages here and there just to keep costs down for the other you know 20 years around it? And so it's like, it, you, just like you can buy too little insurance, you can buy too much. Yeah. But we're the problem is, is we're just not having that conversation. We're right. just like, we're just like looking at something that was like, looking at something that was obviously broken, fixing that, but yeah. not taking a wider view. Yeah. Right. And, and isolated incident. Right. And in systems, there are no isolated incidents. Yeah. They always ripple out. Yeah. Right. It's a sure. cascade. Yeah. 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 And so coming into this, what I like to call cold front, it seems like a dire scenario surrounding me. Um, what? <laughs> I felt that side. That side. That was like. <laughs> what, what made this recent cold front that we just had come through Texas? That's part of a larger winter storm right. that swept yeah. all the way to the east. A meteorology, you see that? Yeah, I see. Um, it was good. What made everyone so angry about it? <laughs> Well, I mean, I think everyone just has PTSD yeah. from like mm-hmm. last year, right? Yeah. Like they're just like, because we haven't stopped talking about it since yeah. last year, which I think is great because we actually need to fix something. Yeah. yeah. And if we're not talking about it, then we're probably not going to do anything. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, you know, it was kind of being lined up as like, here's the test that's yeah. coming. But I mean, this year's final exam was way easier than last year. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And what, what were some of the funnier, like, the funnier panic pedaling that you saw as far as the grid and this cold front specifically. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like people trying to like play it up. Like it was going to be like a Yuri level event. And I mean, there are, I mean, if there's going to be like ice build up and it's going to be cold, it's going to be in the twenties. I mean, there are, there are, you know, smart things people can yeah. do, wrap your pipes, like, mm-hmm. you know, make sure like if you don't need to be on the roads, don't, etc. all that kind of stuff. But like it, it wasn't like it was 20 degrees warmer yeah. than it was. It was a whole 20 degrees yeah. more. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, that makes a difference. I mean, just think of the difference between 75 and 95. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it, can, it makes a big difference. So, the difference between it being like one degree in, you know, Midland versus 22 or something, like, it's huge. Or, it's big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, it's like, um, your house isn't going to get as cold. People aren't going to be consuming as much. Like, um, but like there were all these forecasts that the demand was going to be really high. And then they turned out to be completely wrong. Like totally like, normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like it, it, they're like, it could be the biggest peak we've ever had. And then it was like, actually it was bigger yesterday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we already had, we peak. already did the Sorry, peak guys. coming down. Yeah, guys. Paint switch. <laughs> <laughs> and like, how many people did you come across that? power to be out and they'd be blaming the grid and it was in reality like a downed power line yeah i mean mm-hmm. 90 90 plus percent of the time people lose power it's because of the small wires and poles yeah. Yeah. and in places like this like ice builds up on limbs they get heavy fall yeah right yeah. or squirrels honestly yeah. squirrels also sure. are a big yeah do yeah. squirrels exactly. suck they, they are do. a menace to society yeah. <laughs> and free rats they should all be shot actual rats yeah yeah, and so like, um, actually, a squirrel did take down the entire eastern seaboard grid in two thousand three. Are you fantastic. serious? Yeah, in Texas or no, yeah, east east coast, east, east coast. coast. Yeah, no those way. Mob squirrels. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting story. That, what? 
Yeah. Did they catch the squirrel? Did it fall? Did it <laughs> did fall they give into it a, a generator? That's what actually happened? like that's actually like a big accomplishment for such a small animal. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the so there there was a couple like comedy of errors, like things that I mean, it wasn't yeah. a comedy, but like of errors like happened. Right, like a a squirrel got on some lines, shorted out some lines. It kind of rippled down um, the control panel, like a controls um, a, a control unit didn't catch it fast enough, and it just. It, when when electricity gets out of whack, it can get out of whack really really fast. Yeah. and I'm t- we're talking like less than a few seconds. And yeah. so you've got to like catch it quick. You've got to yeah. arrest the problem. And mm-hmm. if you don't, it can it can. You got to catch lightning in a bottle. Exactly. That was another. I, that's funnier. You're than on fire, buddy. Yeah, it's just you. early. That's all it is. Thank you. That's yeah. why we're I'm not really laughing. gassed up. You should uh, uh you should just form a startup around that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. I'm on it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Continue with the squirrel story. <laughs> And then I mean, and then it just yeah. it just rippled it rippled out through the entire East Coast, and there's actually satellite images, you know, showing like way less lights like <laughs> one night versus the night uh, before. Oh, and yeah. it's really funny. And it takes and when when things like that happen, and this was one of the worries that happened during that storm is like, if the entire system goes down, it takes a while to start it back up. Yeah, right. it's like power plants aren't like cars; you can walk out, turn a key, and the thing turns on. Mm-hmm. Like they actually, a lot of them have to pull energy, electricity from the grid yeah. to get their pumps going and all, the, and like their cooling water going, all this kind of stuff before they can jump on their own power and push. Yeah, and then it becomes this delicate dance of like turn this power on, power plant on to get this one on, to yeah, get that right. one on, like the downstream. Yeah. To the, yeah. And, and it's not like a fire drill that you practice every day, so it's. I'm sure there's a lot of like trial and error on getting some of these things working yeah in fact we've actually never had a full practice of it because it's never happened so we don't exactly know how it would go oh. sure which is super would this cool. be something you suggest <laughs> to people who make decisions <laughs> well i mean the only way to fully practice it would be to turn the grid off so i don't know that we want to know yeah. they, 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 they do drill on it sure yeah. like but it's like you know doing drills versus like actually full, performing yeah. is like mm-hmm. you know it's different. what in your opinion like what is the worst like the worst situation or worst part about the grid failing. Cause again, on, on the yeah. political level, it's not about like there were people who died and froze to death. It's like taking blame. They, they did this. They're wrong. Like yeah. it kind of overshadows like some bad stuff did happen. Yeah. And so like, in your opinion, what is the human bad that can come out of a grid failure? I mean, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I do recognize there were hundreds of people who died yeah. like during yeah. this event. And that's, <laughs> You know, it's 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 terrible. It's a terrible tragedy. I mean, I, you know, if it had gone on super long, I mean, desperate people do crazy things yeah. sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, our you know, our society is kind of built around you know having access to you know transportation, to energy, to to things. Um, and if we lose those, like, we can kind of lose a little bit of who we are, mm-hmm. which can not be great. Yeah. For sure, we lose empathy very quickly. Yeah, yeah. when yeah. when we need when we need stuff for ourselves, we kind of forget about other yeah. people. I mean, I don't want to say Walking Dead scenario, yeah, but like, but I mean, that's like I mean, long enough. Yeah, like, like, yeah, that was that always can... what was so interesting. It wasn't the zombies; it was the people, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's they like were the what, ones. What we do in our you know, yeah. Like, what what was it like for? Because you were in L.A. I was I was in Los Angeles. <laughs> you were absolutely not. I'm in sitting Texas. here like without PS PTSD, uh, so I, I try not to weigh in too much. But, like, but, what was it like for you to watch Texas <laughs> go through it? Man, it was equal parts terrifying and hilarious. Um, because obviously, my family lives here, yeah. and I knew Gunner, uh, I knew that your apartment's power went out and you didn't have water. Um, until you were safe, I was very worried. Uh, I was worried about, like, Nana and Pa. 
yeah uh, <laughs> our grandparents who live in yeah. san angelo and you know don't have family close yeah um i wouldn't worry about mom and dad i don't even think they ever i think i, don't think power, they, I think like, they lost for power day. for like a day they're in andrews and so okay. they were yeah. but yeah i was Some really worried didn't... about gunner um i was calling dad like every four or five hours just to check in on everybody yeah. and then just laughing at twitter uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just like in fairness there were a lot of really great like texical jokes and oh, just yeah. like mm-hmm. oh it was it was very funny uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah and in post that i did do a little bit of research on, like what are the worst winters texas has ever experienced and there are some really harsh winters there's you know pictures of 30 foot uh snowdrifts piled up in like you know tulia texas yeah. uh, there's the record in seminole 30 uh, 30 below i think is like tied chilly very very cold uh so it's not even the worst winter we've ever had it's just that. good <laughs> <laughs> i know right um, not even the worst moment <laughs> so going forward uh and again you're you're the resident expert, at least right now. Um, what are the things that individuals can and should do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure these are questions you're tired of answering, but just, you know, while you're here. No, I mean, I, I think there's like, I think there's, there's two levels of that. One is like, you know, looking at one's own personal resiliency mm-hmm. and, and what that, you know, what that means. I mean, I think it's always a good idea, you know, to have like a backup plan, like mm-hmm. a go bag of some sort, yeah. you know, because like, the winter storms aren't the only thing that happen. We we get you know tornadoes, yeah. we get like hurricanes, coyote like, attacks, you know, exactly, um, yeah. all of the above. And so like you know having having some bit of plan and ha- can can increase one's personal resilience. Yeah. There's a lot of people talking about wanting to get generators and and that kind of thing. My my mom actually had a full a whole home generator installed two weeks before the event and just oh, like wow. just sailed right on through. Nice, um, nice. We, we, we I'm from East Texas. I'm from Nacogdoches, and so like we Nacogdoches. That's right. Yeah. We still get like we sometimes we still get like a Cat One hurricane that'll like make mm-hmm. it all the yeah. way up there and do some yeah. damage. And so she got tired of like losing power for that, but it worked out great for yeah. you know during threes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then like you know, but not everyone. If you have live in an apartment, that's gonna be hard to do. Right. Um, but then also like I mean paying attention to what the people in power are saying like are they are they actually doing things or just like you know saying stuff and like because like the railroad commission is elected right and so like there's an election coming up and it's like if you don't like what the people there have done or said i mean there are other people out there that you know are going so i mean yeah and is 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 either side actually helping that's always my question when it comes to politics like is anybody helping or is everyone just full of shit i mean I think there've been like there've been some half measures and things that have been done at least um or at least I think I think I think we have we did come together over the 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 power plant side of things and okay. I think we're we're pretty good. I I am still worried like I'm still worried about the natural gas sector. Like yeah. I just don't think we've really done done anything, anything. done enough there. Why not anything? Well, I mean, it's one like the Public Utility Commission is appointed. Mm-hmm. The Railroad Commission is elected and so they have to manage their donor base and like people yeah. like that um things that matter right yeah and then there's but i mean there's also it's like i don't know we kind of have this like we like natural gas and stuff like that's texas that's that's sure, part of us yeah. which is, which is great it's just like which i'm i'm fine with it's just like but we need to make sure it performs yeah sure. like, like we have to manage it right well yeah, yeah. yeah. and so I, I don't know it's um there's there's a lot of like I think there's a lot of influence um, from that industry kind of in at the Capitol. And mm-hmm. so like, um, and it would just, it would cost more money to do. Yeah. Sure. And, and is that, is that the kicker for that sector is if it's sitting in storage, it's costing money, not making money. 
Yeah, and then there's there's also a little bit of a moral dilemma here in the terms of like so during so during that week, like mm. electricity prices in ERCOT are generally around three cents a kilowatt hour. Yeah. Which and that's at the wholesale level, most people pay about ten cents mm-hmm. or whatever. During that week they went up to nine dollars. So like very mu- very, very high. Gas prices are normally two dollars a million British thermal units in the units we use, but they went up to four hundred, up to a thousand dollars. Yeah, wow. There's a cap to the how high electricity can go. There's no cap to how high natural gas can go. Right. So if you still were producing a little bit of gas during that time, you made a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Like that's who that's who's left holding the bags of money. Yeah. After last February, right. Is the gas industry. So why would you want to make yourself more reliable if like? You're not going to behooves you. Yeah, if, if you're it, not going to get these windfalls. I guess yeah. that's yeah. what I was going to ask. Is it just a simple math equation that whoever is running that math equation goes, well, we could spend this much to fix it, but we're going to lose out on this much. Yeah, I'm sure there's an Excel sheet somewhere that somewhere <laughs> in there. that they ran the numbers and they're like, we, yeah, we there's should like a just screenshot not. of a calculator on a- Apple for right. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. This is this is what it, it would is. look like. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we're good. good. Yeah, and then they're in the meeting. They're like, how many zeros? <laughs> Oh yeah, we're not gonna fix it. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, in fairness, Mm -hmm. uh, the you know the the winter storm and the freeze isn't the only thing that that you are covering have covered. Yeah, you are overall an energy expert. Um, So I'm a handsome fella. Can we just like take a (laughs) second to appreciate the jawline? Such the ruggedness, it's just the rugged, just the, the perfect level of perfectly. Scruff. Just is he going camping? Like, is he uh, about to be in a in a LL Bean photo shoot? We don't know. We don't know. Maybe both. <laughs> just how we roll. I'll, I'll show you my calendar later. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I am curious. Uh, Texas is exploring, you know, various other forms of energy to some level. Yeah. What does that look like in practicality? And, you know, there there are people in the old guard who are like, it's useless. There's no point. They mm. aren't even using that electricity. Is there truth to that? I'm very curious what that alternative landscape looks like here. Yeah. So, I mean, energy has always been in transition, whether mm-hmm. it's like from burning biomass to like, yeah. you know, coal to petroleum to natural gas. And now we're, you know we've been getting into renewables a lot lately a bunch of wind and solar yeah you know, we're i mean this, big spring is covered in uh kind of where we're from yeah like literally the, the, wind, yeah, the wind, wind turbines yeah and i mean the thing is like the thing about those is like you know texas is blessed with amazing wind and solar resources mm-hmm. right and so and those technologies have, have declined and cost so much that it's like the cheapest thing to build and to yeah. make and to make electricity and it also brings value to rural areas that otherwise don't really have that much economic development, right? Yeah, These right. things pay taxes and landowner payments and stuff like that. And so, you know, if you don't have like a big manufacturing facility or whatever, like you've still got some employment and some taxes coming in. So that can be, that can be good. And then there's like, the, one of the big things that's been driving it is like companies have been coming to Texas because it's so easy to access that, that green energy and they, yeah, right. they want it. And so it's like, well, if they want it, you know, let's give it to them. Let's give it to them. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What what makes people who are who are opposed to yeah. like renewables and as our grandfather calls it hippie energy, um, what he doesn't actually say that, but what makes people who are opposed to renewables opposed to it? Like what what yeah. is the opposition? I mean, one could like if it's your priors that you just like you grew up with other stuff, natural gas, coal, that kind of stuff. I mean, you want it. Um, I mean, there's the argument that it's like it's firm or dispatchable, meaning we can yeah. turn it up and down like at will. I would argue maybe during the winter event it wasn't so dispatchable because yeah. like we couldn't. 
turned it sure. up um, um, during during that time, and so I I would push back a little bit um, against that. But I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people in the natural gas industry who make money off that. It's their livelihood. So I mean, I get it. I mean, this. So I have you know fights and over things like coal mines and other states and yeah. stuff. It's like if that's your job and that's how you like that's your, your livelihood. Yeah, that's right. Dinner. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I I I get that. Like I you know I yeah I understand that. And so I mean, it's like. And it's just a, you know, we're, we're getting to that point in our, in our grid. We've like deployed in like in Texas, like we've deployed a whole bunch of wind and, and, and solar, like, you know, we're seeing, you know, we're going to have to make sure that we do have enough, like other firm things that yeah. are able to provide energy when the wind's not blowing. The sun's yeah. Not Reliable and unreliable. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, and like, yeah, so it's like, you know, in, in the old paradigm was like demand would change. We would adjust power plants. And mm-hmm. the new paradigm is like demand is changing. Also power plants are changing. Like we got to, we, we still got to make sure we can put our hands on one side or the other. And that kind of brings us to a little bit of Bitcoin stuff. Cause like, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Are, you know, are, are out there saying like, we'll be that, um, we'll be that controllable load. We'll be on the other side. And like, you can turn us up and down because in electricity, it doesn't matter. You increase supply or decrease demand. Like just matching supply and demand either yeah. way, either way works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Explain that again. Cause I'm dumb. How, right. how does Bitcoin play into this? <laughs> so the, the reason Bitcoin's interesting is because like, Bitcoin machines can turn up and down really fast. Okay. They can mine a, they can mine really hard or they can like take a break. And like if say you've got like you know a wind farm and the wind stops blowing and now it's not producing electricity, well instead of like having to turn on some other power plant, you may be able to say, "Hey, Bitcoin mine turn down a little bit okay. while we get everything else sorted." Got it. And then that can kind of still keep things in balance. Got it. And how much Bitcoin do you have? <laughs> I think I I think I still have a residual uh, ten dollars worth. Or nice, so excellent. I'm just waiting for that. Ten, just, ten more dollars. Waiting for that spike again. Waiting for yeah, it to yeah. go to Pluto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the moon, baby. Um, and then I I'm also curious, you know, on on the other side of the aisle, so to speak, yeah. like people who are opposed to reliable energy or natural gas, like what what is their opposition to using things that aren't green or renewable? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say they're opposed to reliable energy. Okay. <laughs> um, Fair. <laughs> but, I mean, most of it comes from, like, the environmental impacts yeah. of, that, of that energy production. So you burn, you burn natural gas and coal, you get CO2. Yeah. And CO2 is changing climate, and that can, you know, lead to a whole world of hurt. And so, like, a lot of folks are, you know, wanting to move to cleaner energy, of, cleaner sources of energy in order to mitigate the impacts, impacts of climate change. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And are, are you seeing um, in your industry, is that a shift that's happening or is that something that is meeting a lot of resistance? Oh, it's it's happening pretty, pretty, pretty quick. I mean, a lot of it's driven by companies that want that energy. And so they're mm-hmm. contracting for that. And that's getting more of it on the grid. And then also it's kind of just the cheapest thing to do yeah. in, a, in, a, in a large swath of the country. And then there's some states like California that are just mandating it. Right. Um, but I mean, Texas produces more clean energy than California. Yeah, we do. We don't That's right. Mandates. That's right. Just another of the many ways Texas That's is superior way. to California. Just add that one to the list. Suck it, California. Tacos and more renewable energy. I saw that tweet this morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you. Yeah, it was it was from the heart. It was. Oh yeah, we mean. We it. got a follower. Um, there we go. There we go. That's one of the ten. <laughs> Look, now I, I think uh, I'm funny on Twitter. I'm we, I'm yeah. having fun. I don't think you're funny. I know you're funny. I'm so funny on Twitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do my best too. That's yeah, right. you're great. Yeah. I that like I've actually been following you. Like, okay, here's how you do this here's without being mean. Because <laughs> you're so good at it. Whereas I'm like, I just wrote this and I think it's actually mean. I still love your yeah. butt brisket comment. That was. I that was I very, thought that was good. That way was, to fuse that that was very well. Did done. you see that one? I'll I'll scroll back. Yeah, I'll scroll, scroll back. back. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty. I think I handled it well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I also made someone very mad. That's but, true. That's easy to do. But it's Twitter, so it's, there might be a anyway. fake person. There's a lot of mad people. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. That person was already mad. Yeah. I just gave them something to yeah. say. Gave them an outlet. Yeah, so really, exactly. like, really, I'm help. I'm a service that's, to that's the, the community. Worst, actually, honestly. I'm using Twitter to make this world Defusing. a better place. That person walked away from their <laughs> from their little phone just like so happy because they'd gotten all their anger out. I, I'm actually. I think that, that's how it works. I think that's how it works. Yeah. They for, <laughs> what is it like for you on Twitter, especially last week, to see people who are not experts like saying the hot takes of like, "This is why Texas sucks," or like, "This is why Governor Way Abbott." Way to go, Greg Abbott. This is why Abbott's right, or this is why Abbott's wrong. Like, what's it like for you to sit back and be like, eh, eh, "It's not." Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I still feel that pull sometimes to like get in there and like, "Oh, look, someone's wrong on the internet. I gotta, yeah, I gotta sure. correct them." But, it um yeah I mean I I'm that's, the arbiter of truth yeah no I mean I just like let a lot of that like roll off just let them be and, wrong yeah just let them be wrong I mean unless they're like unless they're usually right and then they're wrong about something like I don't know sometimes we slide it into the DMs and, like, <laughs> <laughs> just, see if we can figure this out the most scientific slide. can we collaborate yeah. on this really quick mm. <laughs> hey girl yeah and what what is it like i even at last year and this year for your wife to just see you on media interviews at your computer uh she she's taken to where she starts recording me oh, nice. like, um because a lot of times like if i'm if i'm doing an interview like i'll be like super pro like from the from the waist, waist up, up and then like in like biking shorts just donging like, everybody right. from the waist down basically <laughs> never like, put I was that wearing, way like, but yeah yeah, I mean, I was wearing a pair, like a, I was wearing a pair of shorts um, yesterday, yesterday, uh, the other, whenever I did these interviews, and like she just videotaped me, uh, or she videoed me, and then like I didn't actually know there's a filter on Instagram that'll do like it'll do captions oh, of wow. like the words you say, <laughs> and like if you, I mean y'all 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 record stuff. I mean if you think listening to yourself is bad, like you should try reading what you like reading say. what you're yeah, saying, reading the words. Seeing. Yeah, it's just like terrifying. Seeing your like, fillers pop up yeah, every other exactly. word is oh yeah. no. I know. Just. Yeah. And so, I don't know, but like I don't I I kind of find that kind of funny. I mean, I actually try to put that kind of stuff on on as well. Yeah. It's like I'm a I'm a human, y'all. Like I'm yeah. literally I mountain yeah. bike and I study the grid. This yeah. is like, that's this what is my I do. Thing. That's, what I, that's what I do. You and you're trying to look cool to your students. Right. So yeah. they're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Rose is so cool. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> Teaching remotely has been like teaching online has been you know kind of interesting because like I I I generally do try to be funny but like mm-hmm. a lot of them don't kind of come across you know, <laughs> right like over the computer and so I just you know I asked a student once I was like or I asked a student I knew who I, who I trusted I was like what's going on she's like well your jokes aren't that aren't remotely funny ah wow, wow. I kind of butchered that delivery so ouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. You should that memes. Was... Try memes. Like throw, yeah, I, throw yeah, those yeah, memes. Yeah. Gifts. A lot of gifts. gifts. Lot of gifts. There yeah, we go. Yeah, a lot yeah. of gifts. See, so um, you're you're learning. It's it's all a learning yeah, process. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, all learning together. What's? It's a two part question. What is Texas doing right for energy, and what are we doing wrong? Like, yeah, both sides of the coin. Yeah. No, I mean, I think I think we're doing we're doing things right. We're doing some things right in terms of like I mean, we produce a lot of the world's energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Damn we right. 
That's right. <laughs> we are we're somewhat acting as a bit of a buffer against yeah. like uh, you know Russia's incursion in Europe with our yeah. LNG exports um, mm-hmm. against like their influence, which I think is which I think is good. Um, you know we. We, we, we are in investing in, you know, clean technologies because I think like, you know, the, the people who work here and like the industries that come up around that and we can also export that, that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think one of the things we're doing, we're doing wrong is we're kind of being a bit wasteful with some of that energy. We flare a lot okay. of natural gas. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually have had contracts with uh, like France revoked like seven billion dollar contracts like mm-hmm. taken back because like some of our energy is not clean enough okay and so I think we can do a better job on on that because yeah the rest of the world is gonna move faster than us in terms of wanting clean energy and if mm-hmm. we want to stay yeah. relevant in terms of exporting that we have to get our act together even if like we don't necessarily even if like when I say we as a collective we yeah like right. aren't valuing that as much as other folks like I mean, it's like in, in Joe Dirt, whenever he goes to the fireworks stand and he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, I just, I like snakes and sparklers. Yeah. He's like, well, it's not what you want. It's what the, it's consumer, what, it's what the yeah. consumer wants. Exactly. Yeah. And so like that's Great the, reference. That's the Excellent mindset reference. we have to get into here. <laughs> yeah. It's like the world doesn't want snakes and sparklers. Yeah. They, yeah. Want, they want boom. They yeah. want kaboom. Exactly. But in a safe way. In a right. safe way. In a yeah. clean way. A clean way. a very controlled kaboom. A controlled <laughs> non-flare Which brings kaboom. us to nuclear energy. The controlled kaboom. And like... In your opinion, is there a future where we have nuclear energy across the state? Like, is that a direction we would move to? I mean, I think so. I mean, so, so, so we, and so unless we connect our grids to other locations, we're not going to be exporting yeah, energy right. like that because that's mm-hmm. that's electricity. We can export technology and the, and the yeah and the folks and the jobs and and um and and stuff like that. Um, and I, I think there could be a future for nuclear. It's 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 tough. Um, it's like. Because the thing with like with nuclear is that like if it does have a problem, like the impacts can be can be big. Yeah. Sure. Um, and it's pretty expensive to build right now. Although new technologies that are kind of moving their way through mm-hmm. might you know could change that. Yeah. Is that one of those things where the demand will drop the price as innovations happen? Yeah. So the the problem with nuclear is that um, every time we've built one, it's mm-hmm. been a one off. It's right. been like yeah. a custom job, and so it's like. If your car, if GM or Toyota, whoever built your car and they only built your car, mm-hmm. like it would cost millions of dollars for the engineering and the safety yeah. and all the stuff to go into that one car. But they put them on an assembly line and just crank those suckers out and get yeah. them down in the, you know, the twenty, thirty thousand dollars. It's like a spec range. house for <clears throat> nuclear plants. Right, exactly. Right. And so and historically we've built them large. There are companies out there that are trying to build them smaller on uh, on assembly lines and things like that that can, you know, so that they can just print them out a lot yeah. faster and they can get, right. get the price down. Is there, is there a future where we, sh- where we share energy from our grid with other states or do you think we'll always keep it in house? I mean, we'll never share with Oklahoma. They can, it's true. you yeah. know, obviously. obviously. I mean, it's not like there's anybody there to share it with. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma's um, biggest export, Oklahomans. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I think like, I think there's could be the the ability to connect to to other grid. I mean, there's nothing technologically stopping us from yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it might be helpful. Obvi- oftentimes we have we have cheaper energy than other mm-hmm. other states. And so I think a lot of times if we were connected, we'd actually be selling stuff and then yeah, they'd be sending sure. us money, mm-hmm. like which, which is could be helpful. Great, you know, which is a great yeah. arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every once in a while, when we do need you know a little bit of help. From our little infrastructure, friends. Build. yeah, friends. yeah, yeah, we can acquaintances. Yeah. <laughs> we <Yeah>. could <laughs> maybe bring some of that back. And so, go. like, 
as far as sharing and collaborating, whatever you want to call it, connecting to other states is what prevents that. Just the Texan way of life of like, we do it our way. We don't want federal regulation. Like what is preventing what could be a moneymaker and a helpful thing? Yeah, I mean, I I think it, it kind of is that this is kind of the way we've done it. Yeah. And, like, getting over that um, sure. roadblock can be can be tough. Yeah. And that how much how much just policy-wise, energy-wise, is the way we do things, how much of it does come down to, well, we're Texan. This is just how we do it. <laughs> I mean, I think, it, <laughs> I think it comes down, like, I think a lot of it comes down to, like, what makes money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, versus like, I mean, I think cause we're willing to like adopt and change and like evolve if like, it makes money, if it makes money. Yeah. Yeah. So we just got to prove it makes money. Yeah. Exactly. So what, are, what are some of the most interesting things happening in your industry right now? Or the most exciting yeah. for you, I guess is a better way to phrase Other it. Other than this boring snowpocalypse. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think they're like in the energy, like writ large, I think there's like, there's, I think, I think hydrogen's an energy, an interesting space mm-hmm. um, because the world is also going to want a lot of that. And I think we already, we already produce and consume about 9 million kilograms a day, which is one third of us production in this area. Whoa. And mm. so I think we could do, I think, I think it's, it's worth looking at, you know, can we export that like yeah. to other countries? Like in balloons? Mm-hmm. Like in like, Hindenburg's. Like, the, just, like, Hindenburg's. Yeah, just like, like here's your hydrogen. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm train. not like a huge history buff, but I remember the Hindenburg working out really well for everybody. Yeah, for um, <clears throat> for people who like fire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this comes back to Joe Dirt. <laughs> no, so so hydrogen production at like truly, um, how is it produced? Like what is what is exciting about it? Yeah, well, currently, well, yeah, the world's not going to want it the way we do it right now. Because, okay. like, currently, we basically, <laughs> we take natural gas, which is made up of yeah. CH4, carbon, and hydrogen, and we rip them apart. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the hydrogen, but then we have carbon dioxide, yeah. probably. So. Um, <laughs> no. But, like, um, but essentially, like, you can also take water, which mm-hmm. is hydrogen and oxygen, H2O, and do the same process, and you don't end up with the, the, the carbon emissions. And the, wa- and the world is going to want that latter, cleaner version. Right. Um, so we all have to clean up the way we do it if we're going to want to export. export. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Where yeah. would so where would the water like? Is that another piece of it? Like, what are the water sources to actually pull the hydrogen out of? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's it needs to be clean water. So yeah. it's it's water that um like you can't go to Beaumont and just put a straw in the bayou right. and be like, here's the water. Oh, you you definitely want to you definitely want to clean it up. <laughs> um, but I mean, we've looked at that too in terms of like. How much um, brackish water do we have? And brackish water just means slightly salty. Yeah. Like if you drill a well down, you may get fresh water, you may get salty water. And the salty water is less useful because you can't drink it or yeah, like right. water fields mm-hmm. with it. But we can desalinate it and then yeah. make hydrogen off of that. And it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't add too much to the cost. Okay. What all the way on the other side? What is like the most archaic way we get energy that you believe we could just like stop doing at this point? Yeah. I mean, I think like I think burning coal is like a pretty is kind of going out the out the door it's mm-hmm. it's more it's more expensive there's not a single coal plant under construction in the entire country like yeah. it's like a it's like a, a way of of doing it in the past and it's 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 dirty it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. only impact the like the climate but also the people who live around it like yeah but it's yeah. so vintage <laughs> <laughs> and it so are the people who are holding on to it is it like you alluded to earlier one of those cases of being unable to let go of the way they've always done things or is it just, is it the other thing where, I mean, this is how we make money. Like, this is our livelihood. Like, we have yeah. to keep We have coal. to do it. I mean, some states for sure. I mean, Texas doesn't, I mean, te- coal's like the one energy source we don't 
yeah. get out of the ground very well. Mm-hmm. We have some, but it's really poor quality. Yeah. Sure. Um, actually, say you know, pour enough gasoline on it, it'll burn. But like, <laughs> it's, um, we get most of it from Wyoming. Yeah. Know, actually, it's where we get most of our, our our coal from. But a lot of things, like a lot of our coal plants, are they're just they're fully paid off. Like mm-hmm. we're not making payments on them anymore. And it's like it's like a car that you're not you know you you paid off. It's like doesn't cost that much to keep yeah. around. It's right. like a Trans Am that sits okay. in the garage, but it's also coal, not a Trans Am. Right. Yeah. yeah. So because what coal colored transam? Yeah, co- there we go. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> what does the future of power look like in the next twenty years? What does the grid look like? Where are we getting it? Is it you know are we doing a mixture? Like what's going on? Yeah, I mean a lot of that really <clears throat> will be driven by by policy. Mm-hmm. Either probably less state policy, probably more federal policy going forward. It's getting federal policy is getting more more focused on cleaning up the system. Sure. And it there are some things that almost kind of passed that would have really done a lot. Um, to do that. But I mean, I think in general, like even without policy, we'll see, we'll see the system clean up quite a bit. There's going to be a lot more renewables, uh, wind, solar and storage particularly are going to be built. Um, I think a lot of coal is going to kind of retire off. And if we, there's no, if there's no environmental policy, we'll be end up with like a mix of like renewables and natural gas. Mm -hmm. If there is like, you know, binding climate policy, then there'll be less gas, kind of more renewables and and maybe some nuclear around the edges. Okay. Interesting. If Texas became like the Hunger Games and we were broken up into regions, just depending on what energy we pull from, what region would you live in? Um, so in deep east Texas, behind the gotcha. Pine Curtain, it'd be biomass, right? Yeah, just grow trees. biomass like, and meth, right? Just like <laughs> shooting up. Meth is a very underrated source of, of energy. energy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be better to burn it than to... <laughs> <laughs> Super fair. There you go. And then uh, what what are you working on for the future? I know that, like like Seth said, you're more than just the guy who knew stuff about the snowpocalypse. <laughs> you're a professor. You're, you're gonna, a mountain biker. If you're going to give the snowpocalypse a face. Yeah, like, this is the face we should give. Yeah. Um, just what what is in the future for you? What are you working on? Yeah, I mean, like what I'm trying to work on, what does that future of energy yeah. look like mm-hmm. um, globally in the U.S. and with a, with a big focus on, on Texas? Cause yeah. Like, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, the folks that are kind of, you know, the, the folks that are kind of in, in, in policy or kind of in, in business can only see so far in the yeah. future. And I try to look, you know, they maybe only see a few quarters. I try to look a few decades yeah. um, and like kind of look at, you know, what other things might be useful for Texas to do, like like hydrogen, mm-hmm. like more intelligently being able to move energy around yeah. the state. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and then like. I'm also going to still try to get into Leadville. Yeah. Heck like, yeah. God, dude, you're going to get there, man. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. I'm going to practice with this guy, so I'll have it down. Are, point. I hope this doesn't sound like a brash question. Are the right people listening to you? Like, when you're talking about decades in the future for Texas, like, are the right people listening yet? Or are you still getting there? Yeah. No, I mean, I I, I think I've actually got a pretty good audience, yeah. like, of, of folks. Um, and But it's like, you know, just... But I mean, just because like something's like optimal in the future or whatever, I mean, doesn't necessarily mean that it like, you know, translates directly into like what people want. Legislature and policy. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Because it's like because it's like if the optimal future is to stop using coal, I mean, great. But it's like if your livelihood is around, you know, coal, coal, then like it's going to be hard, if not impossible for you to, you know, kind of um, accept that. And that's just not people who are like literally digging it out of the ground, but those that, you know, own the companies and, yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. And so it's like, 
I mean, that's always been like the 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 pull back and forth is mm-hmm. like, you know, how do how do we make it worthwhile for enough people to like move in a cleaner direction? Or yeah, whatever. is that does it just come down to money? Like no matter what, <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of times, yeah. yeah. I mean, money and like yeah. you know, s- people feeling secure about the future and their yeah. families and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dang. And what what made you? At what point did you decide like I'm going to focus on Texas? Like this is what I want to focus on. Yeah, well, I mean, one thing we say is like, Texas, like, uh, small enough, small enough to model, big enough to matter. Yeah. Like, Ooh. we drive. One more time, say it one more time for the people in the back. Small enough to model, big enough to matter. Mm. Um, and generally, kind of how we we approach it said. is oh. like, <laughs> if things work here, they'll work elsewhere. If they yeah. don't work here, they're not going to work elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great kind of test bed place to be in terms of like putting out ideas and trying new things. Yeah. Um, being the first one there. And if like, if it doesn't work, probably not gonna work. Yeah. 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 So like if hydrogen works here, it can work on the East coast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the and way then, that we harvest it can also be replicated. Right. Yeah. 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 And then like, it'll be our company is the one that building stuff. Right. Which yeah, yeah. benefits right. us. Which us. Is what we money. Money. Yeah. Money. Money. <laughs> money flowing in this thing. You want it flowing in, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yes. Exactly. Same thing like with the podcast. We want the money flowing in. <laughs> in yeah, which out. so far has been difficult to <laughs> facilitate. We are getting there. Manscaped. <laughs> Manscaped. Code Texas. Code, yeah. 20% off. Shave your it's balls. It's a lot like the natural um. gas situation. A little bit frozen right now. And what a, we have two more questions for you. I know that you got plenty of other important things. You got to another do. interview um, today, which is awesome. Which yeah. is not as important you. as this one, but like we fed you. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, yeah. primed up. Um, and you fr- thank you for your time this morning. Really, like you're, you're married, you have other things you could be doing. So we do appreciate you yeah, just coming to hang with us. Yeah, man. I don't know. We're just kind of jacking around, so. <laughs> but we're learning. We, we appreciate you coming down uh, from. Yeah, academia. down to our level. You can go be pantsless with a suit on. Yeah. with with the other folks. I'm wearing um, pants. That's true. I almost wore boxers just to like. Just to see how well you're usually in yours, so we. um, (laughs) We just wanted you to feel comfortable. What What is your favorite thing about Texas? Because you've been to Canada, you've been to like you've Mm -hmm. been to other places that are maybe lend themselves more to some of the activities you're into. So what makes you choose Texas as home? It's the people, man. Like it's like it's. I mean, there's like there's that that pride around being like a Texan, Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's just like I mean, people are are. People are friendly, man. It's like yeah. they're friendlier here than they are in other places that I've been. And so, like, I, I, I have moved away, but I've always been brought back. Yeah. yeah. Which leads us to our last question, as always. What does it mean to you to be a Texan? Mm. I mean, I think it, like, you know, I think there's, like, there's, like, that entrepreneurial spirit. There's, like, the willingness to work hard. There's, like, the, the, the... That I know that I need to go out there and like, I know I need to go out there and, and do what I need to do. Cause no one's going to do it for me. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's, I think there's not as many entitled people around, yeah. Yeah. um, as there are in some other, some other locations. And so I like being around that kind of mix and that kind of group yeah. of, of people. And I think that's a big, a big thing about like the, our, uh, um, our psyche yeah absolutely it's like yeah. simultaneously an independent and collaborative spirit yeah yeah because i mean there's like you know i mean it's true no man is an island but like i mean you know but it's also like sometimes you gotta you know you gotta get your hands dirty yeah and do it mm-hmm. for yourself 
Heck yeah. Well, dude, we appreciate you so much. We appreciate the time you gave to us. Where can we follow you to get the not so hot hot takes <laughs> on the energy grid? Mostly Twitter at, Ash, at JoshDR83. JoshDR83. Be on the lookout. Go to Forbes. Go to New York Times. Listen to Texas more. Hear from the mans. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for educating us and having a little bit of fun with us this morning. Yeah, dudes. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Josh. Oh, man, the grid. <laughs> oh, man. You know, uh, if for anybody still listening, we we're going to have Greg Abbott on, but uh, we didn't have wheelchair ramps. Yeah, so, so he, he, he turned can't, it down. He, last, can't, he canceled yeah. last minute. Yeah, he can't really roll up the way that he likes to. Um, but so. you know what? He's just a stand-up guy at the end of the day. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he never he can't put his foot in his mouth. I wonder what his golf handicap is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like you said, can't wait far? for the SEO on this one. <laughs> oh, um, you know, Josh is actually saying before he left that um, he saw Lance. That's right, he was. Yeah, so last year, the, this was a couple weeks ago, actually. He was part of a group that was traveling around making sure that all the power plants were mm-hmm. you know, set up for success for the cold front that was going to blow through just in case. And they were at a power plant outside of Austin and they kept hearing just <laughs> just in the background they just heard this heavy breathing and the plant managers are sort of trying to divert them away from the sound but you know Josh was like something's going on here what what's what's up and he gets closer to the heavy breathing and it's behind this door and he told us that he opens the door and Lance is just like hooked up to a bike trainer that's powering the plant He's pedaling and pedaling. And he was like, what? From tour to Lance to power plant insurance. And then they shut the door. So apparently some people are winterizing their power plants just using Lance. <laughs> Let's uh, Lancerize our, our power yeah, plants. Yeah, exactly. Power, more like power Lance. They're winter Lancing. Winter Lancing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, we hope that you all okay. enjoyed this episode of Texas. Thank you so much. One more time. Don't forget that support for the Texas podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped. If you have even just a little bit of hair on your family jewels, if you got a bit of dingleberries dingling from your berries go ahead and grab you a lawnmower 4.0 at manscaped.com get 20 percent off for that beautiful product using code what is it seth texish spell it one more time for the folks t-e-x-i-s-h all capitals go to manscaped.com using code texish get yourself a lawnmower 4.0 today because nothing is less attractive than five o'clock shadow on your ball sack <laughs> and nothing is more itchy than five o'clock shadow <laughs> on your ball sack take care of it with manscaped <laughs> 20% off Texas. Bye, Bye y'all. Fucking brilliant.